and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. It is the week of, I think, August 29th. I think that's what it is, 28th, something like that. Uh, here we are, summer's over, Labor Day weekend's coming up, pretty much the uh, official end of summer, fall is around the corner, football starting, we got a bunch of stuff going on, and as always, I'm here and ready to talk some Disney, gotta plug everything first, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Disney World Today, it's all one word, my Instagram, that's the big one, my DMs there are always open, feel free to stop by and say hi. Let me know what you think of the show. Send me a message with ideas for the show, topic ideas, um, anything like that. Rankings, top 10 lists, top 5 lists. Last week's episode was based on just that. You know, One of you guys reached out and had an idea for the show, a top 5 list. This week, pretty similar. One of you guys reached out, had an idea for the show. Um, like I've kind of been mentioning, I'm kind of banking on you guys uh, these, these last couple weeks and the next few weeks probably. Just because I have so much going on in my personal life, figured if you guys send me uh, topic ideas, I can just you know get to work on those. Also, wherever you're listening to this, if you can hit that subscribe button, also leave me a rating and a review. If you write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. We do have a new review this week. If you can head over to the uh, the iTunes podcast page, my homepage there, you can leave me a, a review on there. You can't leave any reviews on Spotify. So if you're listening on your iPhone and you listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, please uh, hit me up and give me a review. I want to give a shout out to Pamagram. Uh, they wrote this uh, review. I really like Kevin's perspective and his calm demeanor. His podcast is clean. And I don't feel embarrassed if someone else listens in. I like the topics he chooses and the park music that he makes available so I can get a dose of Disney while I'm getting ready at home or commuting to work. He touches on aspects of Disney that I connect with from my own family's experience, and I definitely feel transported to my happy place. So thank you very much, Pamagram, uh, for the for the very kind words and the, and the nice review. Yeah, my podcast is clean. Uh, that's something I kind of made sure to kind of keep it that way. Um, you know, not that I, I say that I, I swear all the time, but there's definitely when I'm having a conversation, when I'm laid back, just kind of talking. Yeah, I could definitely swear here and there, depending on the topic or who I'm with. Um, but for this podcast, you know, it's Disney, family, memories. Like, I don't need to be swearing. And also, too, like when you're listening to a podcast, I know I know I listen to podcasts, so I kind of have a different appreciation for it as well. Like, if you're listening to it in the car with other people, if you're, you know, if you want to put it on at work, like you don't want to have to worry about what, you know, they're going to say. And so if, if you are listening to this and you listen to this at work or you, you know, maybe you listen to this with your kids in the car or other people in the car, like I don't want you to have to worry about me dropping F-bombs or anything like that. So I'm definitely going to keep it clean. Um, if I ever do have a, uh, an R-rated podcast, I would make sure to put a disclaimer in the beginning. Let's see, they also said they enjoy the park music that I upload. I hope you guys do enjoy that. Um, you know, all the park music and stuff you can find, you know, it's on YouTube. Uh, but I always hated the fact that, like, when you listen to music on YouTube, uh, you know, you can't really minimize your phone. You can't, you know, use your phone with it in the background. There's, like, maybe there's ads all the time. At least for this, you know, it's on Spotify. You can listen to it on Spotify. It's all in one spot. You can make a little playlist out of it. I think there's, I think Spotify only puts like an ad, like maybe at the beginning or at the end. So it's not too bad. 
Um, but I love listening to the music too. Like part of the reason why I upload it is so I can listen to, listen to it too. So I'm with you guys. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, I'm glad you can connect, um, you know, kind of relate to me with your own family's experience. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I've kind of gotten that a lot from you guys. Like if, it seems like I, I've joked about it before that we're all related, but someone like me who grew up in Chicago going to Disney, you know, once a year at my family, it sounds like a lot of us had similar experiences. You know, Disney was our happy place, our escape, you know, our, our tradition, our family vacation every year, like to Disney, like that was our thing. And it sounds like a lot of you guys can relate to that. So I'm glad I'm able to kind of connect with a lot of you guys on that level. So shout out again to Pamagram. Thank you for the kind words and the great review. And finally, if you guys do want to support me and support the podcast, buy me a coffee, whatever it is, you can do so. Uh, you can become a monthly contributor. You can do that. You can find the link on my Spotify homepage or in my Instagram bio. As I mentioned earlier, last week's episode was a top five. I did top five pre-ride show experiences. It was based on the suggestion from one of you guys, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I wanted to do a top five just to kind of keep it, you know, sometimes when I do like a top 10 list, I feel like I'm just ranking every single one. Whereas if I do a top five, at least it's forcing me to choose and to actually rank them and to leave certain ones off. Um, my top three, you know, one and two, I think are like set in stone. I don't know if you can argue against my one and two picks. Um, my number three pick, if, if you haven't listened already, I'll spoil that one. My number three pick was Dinosaur uh, with Dr. Seeker, that pre-ride show. And uh, when you guys reach out to me on Instagram, I want to give a shout out to Andy Ski 24 They reached out and were like, you know, hey, love the show. Thank you for putting Dinosaur on your list. Um, I was actually worried about getting some, some, uh, some flack for putting Dinosaur so high. Um, I feel like that ride gets so much hate. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to judge sometimes, like how many people still appreciate it or like it. And... I love the ride and I love the, the pre-ride show. And I do think it's one of the best because of how iconic it is. Um, like the acting, the, the theming of it, like the way it tells the story for you is absolutely perfect. You go on, you could walk into that ride with a blindfold on, go into that room, watch the pre-ride video and you'll know, oh, okay, I'm in some sort of dino institute lab place. I'm about to be sent back in time. Here's this wacky scientist that's sending me there. Like, it's perfect. It sets up the story. It adds to the ride. It adds to the theming. Uh, so I definitely think Dinosaur was worthy of such a high spot. So if you haven't listened already, top five pre-ride show experiences. It's available everywhere. This week's episode, I feel like I'm just giving shout-outs left and right here. But this week's episode, courtesy of one of you guys, I'm going to give a shout-out to Ryan T. Klug on Instagram. They reached out, might have been maybe a week or two ago, um, basically saying they had an idea for the show, like, you know, stuff at Disney that can kind of trigger memories. And it was weird that he brought that up because I was just thinking of that or talking about that, like with my family, like certain things um, that we experience or do or we see at Disney that just kind of trigger flashbacks, trigger nostalgia. Uh, and we were kind of talking back and forth about some of ours. So I decided to do that this week. I'm going to be doing things at Disney that bring back the memories. You guys know me, how nostalgic I am. I should just rename this to the Kevin's Nostalgia Disney Podcast because I feel like every week I'm just talking about like Disney from years ago. But I think this one's going to be fun. That's enough for this intro. 
Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, so things at Walt Disney World that bring back the memories. You guys know me. I love talking about Disney from when I was a kid growing up. I'm, I'm a very nostalgic person in general. I, I don't know why. You know, and, and it's with Disney. It's with a lot of things, sports, um, movies, TV. I don't know. Like, I just i am always kind of um, thinking about, like, when I was a kid, the 90s, like the, the different eras, I don't know, maybe it was just a better time. Just makes me think about that when you're when you're stressed out, when you're having a rough day or whatever, and you think about all those good memories, maybe that's it. But Disney in particular is one of those places where I could walk in and see a specific thing or, or smell a specific smell and I'm instantly transported. It's crazy. I have a I have a pretty good memory. It's kind of like a running joke with all my friends. Like they they're absolutely amazed to this day. Like I could bring up a conversation that we had in uh, you know sixth grade gym class, and they they're like, "What are you talking about? How do you remember that?" Like I have a pretty good memory. So when I go to a place like Disney World, I can I can you know experience certain things and remember exactly where I was or what I was talking about when I was ten years old, and it's crazy. And I feel like a lot of you guys can relate. There's certain specific things at Disney, whether you're by yourself with your family or whether it's on a ride uh, at a restaurant, a certain smell that you can, that you experience and you're instantly transported back to when you were a kid, your first trip at Disney, maybe when you were 12, when you're 18, certain trips kind of stand out more than others. Like for me, you know, I have a lot of the trips kind of run together at a certain point, but I have... It's kind of broken down. Like I have all the trips that I went with my big family, you know, grandma, grandpa, aunt, two cousins. There's nine of us down there at the same time. Like I have all those trips. Then I have just the trips with, you know, my parents and my sister. I have the trips, you know, I was able to bring friends, my buddy Brian, my buddy Chris, you know, the, the first trip with my wife, our latest trip. Like there's just something about being at Disney that triggers these memories for me. I'm going to give you guys an example of what I'm kind of thinking of, um, with this with this episode and then at the end here i asked you guys on instagram what are some things at disney that give you flashbacks that bring back the memories for you uh so i'll read those at the end but for me i'll start off this one starts before i even make it on a walt disney world property people like me who grew up out of state had to travel to disney you guys might know what i mean here but the first one that starts with me is at the orlando airport and for me i'm going to make it even more specific it's the when you walk out the doors to go to the rental car garage, that is like the place. It's crazy. Like we did that for so many years and that was always such a big thing that when I walk through those doors from the, uh, the, the rental car front desk out those sliding doors where you cross the street, the crosswalk into the garage with all the rental cars, there's like a little fountain walking across that street into that garage I could do that tomorrow and remember when I was walking across there when I was 10 years old, 14 years old, 18 years old. 
And I don't know why. I think it's because that was always such a big stress and a big deal, like, on our family. Like, my dad, like, that was such a big thing was we had to make sure we got a minivan uh, for our trip. Like, he was always so stressed and flustered about that. Like, as soon as the plane landed, he was kind of getting his stuff ready. He would, like, sprint ahead of us and go straight to the rental car desk and get a minivan, like, while my mom and myself and my sister we would head and uh, get our suitcases he would go straight there he was always worried that he was going to get there and they wouldn't have any minivans left and it was just a feeling like when we walked through those doors it was like okay we flew across the country I don't have to worry about flying you know the flying stressful TSA like all of that is stressful you're tired we got our suitcases our suitcases are here that's another thing you don't have to worry about we got the minivan, don't have to worry about that anymore. You walk through those doors, you feel that Florida heat and humidity for the first time, and we're, we're just kind of like, okay, like we made it. We're here. We can take a deep breath. We can unwind. Let's throw our bags in the car and start our vacation. And it's such a random, specific thing, but that's just how it is. I, that I can only imagine... Um, you know, other people can kind of relate like the stress of traveling and all that definitely plays a role. But for me, that first thing that brings back memories is walking out those doors, uh, to go to get the rental car at the Orlando airport. The next one that immediately popped into my head is riding the monorail slash being at the contemporary. Again, for whatever reason, whenever we head over to the contemporary and we ride the monorail, take it, you know, either to the Magic Kingdom or the the resorts surrounding there, it just kind of gives me flashbacks to when I was a kid. And I think the reason uh, for that is when I was a kid, we never stayed at the Contemporary. We stayed there when I was 14 for a couple days. But all those trips before that, we were staying at um, Dixie Landings, we stayed at Coronado Springs, and we stayed at Old Key West. And whenever we would go to the Contemporary, like that was a special trip in itself. You know what I mean? Like going to the theme parks was like one thing and then like going to the contemporary was almost like as big of a deal as going into the parks like as a kid you know I'm eight nine ten years old driving past the contemporary you see the monorail going through it you know it, the chef Mickey's was like our go-to spot my favorite restaurant as a kid they had the best arcade on property it's close to the magic King. like all those things like made it so special to me that every time we went there it was a special trip. And even to this day, when we go there, you know, we usually drive there. Um, now you kind of have to have a, a dining reservation. You know, you, you drive there, park, walking in through the lobby. It brings back just a rush of memories. Like we would, we would always go there um, towards the end of our trip because uh, we would always do the Magic Kingdom on the last day. But when my whole family would go, we would always make sure we had a dinner at Chef Mickey's. And that was my absolute favorite. So it kind of just reminds me of that, like get everyone piling in the uh, the big van, driving over the over to the contemporary, you know, taking those escalators up uh, to the to the main concourse where Chef Mickey's is at. You know, you see the monorail, the gift shop is there, the arcade uh, was later moved there. It used to be on the in the main lobby on the first floor. Um, just something about it, like just going through the lobby riding up those escalators, you know, walking around that concourse, the giant glass windows, you got the monorail going in and out. It just takes me back. And, you know, maybe part of it is 
it's changed a little bit, but it's still, you know, pretty much the same building with the monorail. It just kind of reminds me of being a kid and, and going there and just kind of being in awe of what I was seeing. And I was like, oh my God, like people actually stay here with the monorail? Like it, it was just kind of a, a big deal as a kid. It just kind of reminds me of that now still. And then, you know, riding the monorail brings back memories too, because again, it was such a big deal. It just kind of makes an impression on your life when you're a kid and you're going there every year. You know, my, our whole family, we loved the monorail. The audio, hearing the audio, you know, the please stand clear, clear of the doors. They say it in Spanish. Like, everyone knows those lines. Even though they've kind of changed the narration a little bit, it's still pretty much the same. That plays a big role. You know, I'm riding in something that is pretty similar to, you know, the same how it was in, you know, 1998 when I'm eight years old. Uh, that just it just brings back all those special good memories going you know to Disney with my family and riding around on the monorail you know we were lucky a few times to ride in front uh, so that I'm sure played a huge role in, in me as a kid like loving the monorail and you know you take the same path get off at the Magic Kingdom and, and you're on your way but you know going to the contemporary walking up through the lobby taking those escalators up to the the concourse level you know, going up and riding the monorail, all the sights, all the sounds, even like the smells, you know, just kind of remind me of all those Disney trips as a kid. You know, another one for me, you know, things at Disney that bring back memories. And a big thing for me, as weird as it sounds, are the smells. The smells at Disney just bring back a rush of memories. And there's so many of them scattered throughout the parks. You know, the Magic Kingdom, obviously, there's a lot just at the Magic Kingdom alone. You know, walking down Main Street, the smells of the the confectionery on Main Street, like that just kind of reminds me of all those trips as a kid, going to the Magic Kingdom, cutting through all the stores on our way to either, you know, Space Mountain or Frontierland. Those smells, you know, you got the smell of um, the railroad, like that's a big one for me. That reminds me... Um, you know, the, the smell of the train, the Walt Disney World Railroad, along with the sounds as well, again, reminds me of all those trips as a kid because there was a stretch there when we were really young, like we would get to the Magic Kingdom and the absolute first thing we would do is get on the train and we would ride that to wherever, wherever we were going in the park. So usually we'd like ride that to like Frontierland. So like all those trips, the first thing we would do, we'd get on the train, you know, wait for the train, get on the train, you hear the the train whistle, the train bell, see the steam, you can smell it, the music on the train, the narration. That reminds me, like, man, I could almost picture it in my head right now as I'm talking about it, like all those trips as a kid, you know, riding that train around the Magic Kingdom. You know, another big one, uh, if we're going by smells of the Magic Kingdom, has to be Pirates of the Caribbean. I think we all know and love the smell of the water inside Pirates of the Caribbean, but what brings back memories for me it, this is weird I, I don't know but the exit of pirates of the caribbean like for whatever reason um the just like the stretch of getting off the ride taking that escalator up and then you're in the gift shop like just doing that like sequence of events and like kind of walking around the gift shop for whatever reason like that brings back a lot of memories for me i think me and my cousins like we loved that gift shop the most because they had all the swords and guns, all this cool pirate souvenirs, pirate t-shirts. Like I can distinctly remember uh, one of the trips my grandma gave me, I think it was like $25 to buy a souvenir. 
and I used it to buy a cool Pirates of the Caribbean t-shirt. And that was like my favorite t-shirt for the longest time. Like I, I remember being so proud that I had my own money, you know, to buy my own souvenir. Uh, and I bought that t-shirt. I can picture it to this day. I remember exactly what it looked like. I remember picking it out with my mom. I remember paying for it at the register. You know, I remember all those trips, like riding up the escalator with my cousins, like jumping up and down on that escalator, running around that gift shop, playing with the plastic swords, wanting to buy those swords and take them home, you know, playing around with those fake guns and, and wanting to take one of those homes. Like for whatever reason, yes, everyone loves the smell of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. But what brings back more memories for me on that ride is actually the exit and the gift shop. And it's, I don't know why, you know, because partly like the gift shops outside, you, you kind of can feel the heat. You can kind of smell that Florida air. That's part of it. And just all the cool souvenirs inside. Things at Walt Disney World that bring back the memories. Another one for me at Epcot, uh, super specific, is over by Journey into Imagination slash where Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was is those um those like water fountains that like shoot water uh in the air like over like the sidewalk and just being in that area being by those fountains reminds me of being a kid so much uh, me and my cousin like i remember we would sprint over there and we would try to jump and like hit the water out of the air like and get a get ourselves like soaked uh in the process i remember getting yelled at because in the process we're jumping and trying to hit this water as we got older and, and got a little bigger, like we were able to do so and we would hit the water out of the air and we'd be splashing everyone around us like, oh man, not thinking back. I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. My poor mom. But just being in that area and seeing like it was cool too. Like It's still cool now. But again, being a kid and seeing like these like fountains shoot like these blasts of water over the sidewalks, you know, that land perfectly in these like little areas just kind of blew my mind how that worked you know you're by journey into imagination over there honey i shrunk the audience that classic epcot music was always playing in the background there and i thought that area was always just so like picturesque as well like just beautiful to look at it's so cool over there the, you can see like the monorail the design of the building is a cool one just being in that area alone and seeing those water fountains and to this day i can just walk over there and picture me and my cousin you know, jumping up, trying to, you know, hit the water, jumping off the, you know, the concrete ledges, trying to hit the, the water out of the air and get ourselves wet. Um, you know, nowadays it's pretty easy for me, you know, as I'm uh, six foot six, I don't have to try too hard. Um, but just kind of being in that area, I know the music too, just hearing that music and being in that area definitely reminds me all those trips being a kid at, uh, at Epcot. Speaking of Epcot, Going into Club Cool and trying all the different sodas from around the world again. Another one that brings back a lot of memories for me. That was always a big deal for me. I always thought that was so cool. Like, oh my God, I can go to this place at Epcot and they have different sodas from around the world that I could try for free. Are you kidding me? Like, I thought that was the greatest thing ever. You know, like, especially as like a kid, like I loved soda. I drank a lot of it. Um, it was free. Back then, like Club Cool, the, the design of the building was different. It was like in a giant igloo and there was snow on the ground. Like, I thought that was awesome. You know, um, me and my sister, I think a part, part of the reason why uh, that brings back so many memories is like every single time we would go there, 
my sister and I would make like a different concoction, mixing all of the sodas, as, as many different ones as we could. And we would make our dad taste test it. And he would always give the funniest reactions and make a face and start coughing and, you know, pretend like he was going to throw up. And we would laugh so hard. Oh my God, we would laugh so hard. So we did that every single trip. And, you know, I'm sure it got to the point where, like, it didn't even taste that bad. My dad was just acting because he knew we loved it and how, how funny it was. You know, sometimes we just give him Beverly with a little spritzing of something else in there. And, you know, he'd, he'd react. And that was just so funny. Um, and just kind of going in the club cool now still kind of reminds me of that. Like, walking around, getting, you know, trying all the different drinks, making these different combinations, giving them to my dad and just laughing at his reaction. Um, always, always reminds me of being a kid and all these different memories uh, of being a kid at Epcot. Another thing that brings back the memories at Disney for me, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, this one is just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of imprinted in my head. Just walking down Sunset Boulevard at night in the summer, like, for whatever reason, um, it just reminds me of all these different trips at Hollywood Studios. Like, when I think of Hollywood Studios as a kid, or past, like that's the first thing that comes in my head is just walking down Sunset Boulevard and seeing um, Tower of Terror and rock and roller coasters over there. And, uh, you know, it reminds me of being a kid. I always felt like we always went to uh, MGM Studios like at night. Like, and especially like when we got to be like, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, it was just like a different vibe to it. Like to me, like that was the cool park to go to for a little while because it had rock and roller coaster, it had Tower of Terror, it had Star Tours, it had these more kind of thrilling rides. And I remember I would always try to wear my coolest outfit when we would go to MGM Studios at night, uh, you know, preferably like on a Friday night. I, I would pick out, I'd, I'd put on, you know, a basket, like my cool Penny Hardaway Orlando Magic basketball jersey or one of my Jordan jerseys I'd always bring. Maybe put my hat on backwards, you know, strap on the fanny pack. Like I was, I was looking cool at MGM Studios and just walking down Sunset Boulevard. There used to be uh, a little sign board there with all the wait times. My cousins and I, we would sprint to that to see what the wait times were for some of these rides. That was right over there. And, but even more recently now, um, when my wife and I went in 2021 and I proposed to her on that trip, um, a few days after we got engaged, we went to Hollywood Studios at night and it was just that perfect Florida night, you know, it was hot, but not unbearable. The, the sunset was beautiful and it was like the sky behind Tower of Terror was just so beautiful. And we took probably my favorite picture together uh, on Sunset Boulevard that night. So now it just kind of reminds me of that as well. So I have like these two completely different memories in my head. Like I can think back to when I was 13 years old and, you know, 30 years old with my wife, which is just crazy. And just something about just that street and just the theming and the music and seeing the people and Tower of Terror, just, man, it just brings back just a rush of memories. It's like I'm instantly transported back in time. You know, there, there's things like that just bring back a rush of memories. And there's like certain, you know, moments that kind of remind you. So like, for example, you know, one of the trips we went on probably when I was like 22 or 23, we were at the Magic Kingdom and we saw Tom Cruise uh, by the teacups. And so now whenever we're kind of by the teacups over there in Tomorrowland, 
you know, kind of right next door. Like we always just think of that time we saw Tom Cruise, you know, and it could, especially because he was there, like had like one Disney employee with him, didn't have like security. There wasn't like a mob of people around him either. It was just kind of him standing, you know, five feet from me. Like my dad was talking to him. It's just weird. It's like, whoa, there's Tom Cruise. Like, and you know, we're standing on the railing by the teacups. You can see the speedway in the background, like stuff like that reminds me of certain times and, and certain trips and just brings back memories. You know, certain storms, like when we've seen some really bad storms at Walt Disney World like that, you know, we could be walking down, um, you know, Main Street or uh, another one. Uh, one time we took the boat from Fort Wilderness to the Magic Kingdom. We had breakfast at Trails End, took the boat to the Magic Kingdom, you know, did our thing, had to take the boat back to Fort Wilderness. And one time we're on the boat from Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness and a storm blew in so quick it was raining sideways on us on that boat and like it was so cool we were getting soaked but we were just laughing so hard because I've never experienced anything like that it's like the closest I'll ever get to being like on a ship at sea during like a big storm like it was crazy so now whenever we ride that boat across you know I think of that one storm that we had you know, uh, Blizzard Beach, for example, brings back certain memories because um, <laughs> there was one time when I was like, I think I was like 10 or 11 years old, we're at Blizzard Beach, and I ripped my bathing suit. So now that brings back memories whenever I'm at Blizzard Beach. Um, and then another time when I was older, my magic band fell off in the wave pool at Blizzard Beach, and it got, I, I went underwater and I could see it. It was like all the way like behind the roped off section. Um, by the rocks and as like I'm about to go back in and go get it like they closed the pool because of lightning so we just sat and waited you know until it ended so I could swim back in and uh, get my magic band so like going to Blizzard Beach reminds me of that brings back memories and uh, before we move on to ones by you I wanted to bring up like it's weird to say but nowadays walking through Disney Springs it's almost like the opposite effect like Disney Springs, especially like the newer side, um, it just feels so different. It's like all those memories of a kid walking around downtown Disney are gone. I know it's a little similar more on like the marketplace side by the World of Disney store and Earl of Sandwich and over there. It's there's still some things that are kind of the same, but like that whole other side is like completely different. It's like a lot of those memories I feel like are gone. Just kind of makes me sad to think about because I used to love going to downtown Disney, you know, spending a, you know a day night there, you know, shopping, getting different foods, trying different snacks, getting ice cream. They had so many cool stores that you know you, you could find stuff you couldn't find anywhere else. Um, and now you know Disney Springs, it's like anytime we go there now, it's like oh, like I still feel like I'm still trying to find my way around there. You know, it just kind of reminds me of like my our last like few trips there. So just I thought it was kind of interesting to bring that up as well. It's like some of those memories are kind of gone there. So now I want to go through some of the responses that you guys sent in on Instagram. I asked you guys, what are some Disney things that bring back the memories for you? So let's go through some here. The first one from Katie Zilla, Mickey bars. My dad and I would see how many we could eat in a day. That's a good one. I didn't even think about food or restaurants. Man, there's definitely some restaurants. Um, I, I know I mentioned Chef Mickey's briefly, but there's definitely some um, some restaurants that would bring back some memories. Mickey Bars, that's a good one, a good memory with your dad. And it's pretty cool that, you know, now 
whenever you go to Disney for the rest of your life, whenever you see a, a Mickey bar or have a Mickey bar, it's going to remind you of you and your dad. And maybe if you go, you know, when you have kids and, um, and they're all grown up and you guys are eating Mickey bars, you can talk about how you and your dad used to do that. So it kind of, you know, those memories can kind of create like a tradition too. So that's pretty cool. This next one from Diz Planner Jenna, Jungle Cruise, Tiki Room, and the Parades. Dexyland said, walking through the accordion from the plane and feeling that Florida heat and humidity, LOL. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, pretty similar to mine about the Orlando airport and the rental car and walking out for the first time. Walking off that plane, um, again, people from out of state know, like, you can feel that heat before... You're, you, you know, you're even outside. You can feel it through that accordion. You know, walking off the plane, again, another great feeling. I love the Orlando airport, especially compared to the, the Chicago ones, O'Hare and Midway. Like, I just, I don't like them. They're kind of dingy, a little dirty, you know? And you go to the Orlando one and it's like, it just smells clean. There's palm trees outside. It's just great. I just love walking through there. Next from Dole Whip Matt said, Kona Cafe 100%. Uh, and P-O-F-Q, Port Orleans French Quarter, I'm going to guess that is. Yeah, certain hotels are definitely going to bring back memories. Like for me, you know, I haven't stayed at Old Key West since 2002. And that's the last time um, my grandparents, my aunt, my cousins, like we all went together. Like we would get like the two bedroom or three bedroom. Uh, so if I were to ever stay there again, it's going to instantly bring back those memories. This next one from Allie M146. The smells, especially the first walk into the resort when it hits you in the face and it all comes flooding back. Yes, 1000% totally agree. When you walk in those those doors to your resort for the first time, it is like a just magical feeling. Um, especially like, the you know, the hotels have different smells and different scents. You know, everyone loves like the Polynesian smell, but I can tell you right now, the uh, Art of Animation has a scent in the lobby like as soon as I smell that, hear that music, like it transports me back to the first time that we stayed there, different trips, different memories with my wife and my family. And I absolutely love it. That's, that's a great one. This next one from Jay Karash music. And of course your podcast. Well, thank you very much. And oh, the, the Disney park music, 100%, um, kind of brings back the memories, especially like, um, the classic Epcot music, at least for me, Ayana, NF said the smell inside Goofy's Candy Company in Marketplace Downtown Disney. Yes, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. The, the smell in that inside that store is very underrated. Like everyone talks about the confectionery, the bakeries, um, you know, different rides. Goofy's Candy Company, I can smell it right now. Like just thinking about it, I can see like the giant station with like the pixie sticks where you can make your own pixie stick tube. I don't even know if they still have that. You know, they can make like your own Rice Krispie, just all the good snacks, all the sugar. Um, I, I could definitely, I definitely know where you're coming from there. Next from Ethan Hercules, the fireworks. You know, uh, it's tough because, you know, the fireworks shows are so different now. Um, the one I think that would bring back the most memories for me is actually probably Wishes. That one I could watch right now and be transported to like different, you know, different times, like age 14 through like, 18 like that was a big one for me this next one is from darth dagan por favor mantanganse alejado de las puertas yes the monorail just hearing that audio is so iconic and can kind of 
you know, remind you of when you were a kid or your most recent trip, which is pretty cool and pretty special when you think about it. Under a Tooth said Carousel of Progress. That's a classic one. That one could definitely, you know, bring back some memories. Darth Dagan also said the smell of the confectionery. Uh, I mentioned that one earlier. Just the smell of the, the food, the candy, the sugar. You know, you're there on Main Street. Uh, just <laughs> kind of brings back uh, so many memories. Next from Hannah Mraz. Tink flying out of the castle, the monorail and buses, Mickey Waffles, and Small World. Wow. Tinkerbell flying out of the castle. Oh my god, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. That, I, I remember a specific, I don't know how old I was or which trip, but I just specifically remember watching that happen and then like just asking my dad, like, how, how did they do that? I could not understand how Disney pulled that off. You know, I was a younger kid, like I knew Tinkerbell you know, wasn't actually flying, but I, I couldn't comprehend how, you know, they could make it look like she was flying. Like, that was like that Disney magic to me as a kid where, like, I just was honestly asking my dad, like, hey, how do they do this? It's so cool, so I- iconic. That brings back so many memories. Like, my that was, that's my mom's favorite character, so we always wanted to see that as, you know, as much as possible. Ryan T. Klug says park music and seeing the castle at night. The park music, yeah, as I talked about, just hearing it, it doesn't matter if you're at Epcot, Magic Kingdom, even like Hollywood Studios has some iconic music, like it can just bring you back, bring back a rush of memories, make you feel good. Seeing the castle at night, um, that's weird that you say that. Like just as I read that, I had another specific memory pop in my head where, you know, I'm probably... 10, 11, 12 years old. I'm there with my my whole family, my cousins, my sister, and my sister at the Pirates of the Caribbean gift shop bought like this toy telescope. And we were on Main Street at night, staring at the castle, looking through my my sister's toy telescope to see if we could see in through the windows uh, of Cinderella's castle. That just totally just brought me back to that moment. Um, you know, seeing the castle at night is, is a big one for you. Like for me, I think maybe Tomorrowland at night is, is a big one for me. Anna Conti, 2911, says meeting Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, uh, growing up, we were able to kind of go to Mickey and Minnie's house in Toontown, which was always so cool. But I think just like meeting the characters alone, like it can kind of bring you back to when you were a kid. You're standing there with your autograph book gotta get mickey's autograph gotta take a picture so many good memories you know i I loved i'm sure as you guys as well like loved all the disney characters when i was a kid so like you know seeing mickey and minnie and pluto and donald like in person was huge like it was a big deal like they were larger than life like real characters and for our last one this one is from my buddy yensid 81 my attraction posters his attraction posters bring back the memories that he's talking about they sell like the replica vintage attraction posters, you know, you can get of like the People Mover, Space Mountain, you know, stuff in Adventureland, Jungle Cruise. I know me and my mom like split them uh, a few years back. We bought them and like we split it up. We're like, okay, I got Space Mountain. I got the monorail. You could have Small World. You could have Tiki Room. Uh, those, those posters, I have them. I think they're still at my parents' house. I, I haven't uh, brought them over to the new place yet, but eventually the man cave is going to have a section uh, with all the attraction posters. But that's all I got for this week's episode. Uh, this outro is probably going to be pretty quick. I uh, just kind of ran out of time this week. 
I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning, which is great. Uh, that's a that's a wonderful thing to have uh, when you're helping take care of a two-week-old is uh, getting food poisoning yourself. So this is going to be a, a short way to end this podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, thank you again for participating and sending in your suggestions. If you could do me a favor and hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. If you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. If you'd like to support me and support the podcast, uh, the links to do that are on my Spotify homepage or my Instagram profile. Speaking of Instagram, hit me up on there. Follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. You can find me on TikTok and YouTube as well. But Instagram's the big one. That's where I'm most active. That's where my DMs are always open. So if you want to stop by and say hi, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, if you have ideas for the show, topic ideas, top 10 lists, rankings, anything like that, feel free to let me know. Or if you just want to talk some Disney, you know, hit me up. You guys know I love talking Disney with you, talking life, talking sports, or whatever it is. So you guys have a good rest of the week. Have a good weekend. Have a good uh, Labor Day weekend. If you get an extra day off of work, enjoy it. Trust me, I'm with you. That's how uh, I don't get many days off, so I do appreciate them. So that's all I got. Thanks again. Always remember, it all started with a mouse. Thank you.